Perfect. What's up, everybody? I'm here with a former UCLA legend, still a UCLA legend, but <laughs> Josh Kelly, current Charger running back. I want to say, Josh, we just we know like everyone see what you're doing now. They see they see the hurdle over the over the hurdle touchdowns. They see the first touchdowns against Cincinnati out here, turn it up. But they didn't they didn't see what happened and what went into that. So right. kind of today, I'm just trying to figure out what you did and how your life kind of went to get to that point. So start us off with with youth football, how you started getting into ball. Take us yeah. to high school and how your recruiting kind of went from there. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great question, yeah. man. Yeah. For me, it started in seventh grade. That was my first year playing football, and yeah. um, I started out playing like a bunch of different positions, man. Like I was yeah. playing defensive line, I was playing linebacker, I was playing receiver, I played everything but running back. And then I started off of there. Then once I got into high school, freshman year. I was playing receiver and it wasn't until like my junior year of high school where I started to play running back. And it was, it was just natural for me. You know? Yeah, man, it was crazy. Junior year of high school. You said you didn't play running back until junior year of high school. Yeah. Junior year, man. Like that was my See, first I, time. I, I was playing running back all throughout my whole life. until. I <laughs> and then there was like, all right, like I, I kept seeing, like, I wanted to be like Adrian Peterson, all them. And then yeah. my grandpa was playing running back. When I seen the hits they were taking, you got to be mentally, a little different to play running back. Like, defense, nah, like they say you got <laughs> We out here, I mean, we hitting, though. Like, I roll up. You can control the environment. At running back, you someone can hit you from the, anywhere. Like, they can get hit from anywhere. You can't even look and do will be hit. You got 11 guys trying to tear your head off. So, that's when I was like, yeah, that's it'll probably true. be a better decision economically for me to play defense. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you're so, right, man. That's what it comes yeah. with, the territory playing the position. It's like. You know you're gonna get hit, but you know, for me, man, I love contact. You know, I yeah, love that's weird. Dick, <laughs> Dick K said, dude, Josh will say he'll run a bar game, get a hit. He'll be like, I like it. Like, I love it. I love, love, it. Like, I love like, it. Head, <laughs> I do not like getting hit with so I love hitting people. Like, I love tackling. I love bringing the juice. Like, it'll be 280, 290. I don't care how much he weighs, I'll hit anybody. <laughs> but I don't I do not like people coming at me when I don't know what the, what, what's coming to happen next. That's all I got. If I get a pick, I'm going to be like, shoot, do I get down or do I try to take a cramp? Bro, that's why you always dictate. Like Coach Foss oh, said, I'm dictating this drill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so tell us about high school. How did, like, I know you was an under-recruit, two-star. Yeah. I was a two-star, too. We got out the mud. We ain't no rivals, yeah. five-star. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah, they, they missed a couple people. Tell them, let them know. They said they, they missed a couple. <laughs> no, they for sure right. missed so, out. Yeah, tell us about, yo, how it went. So junior year, let's start with sophomore year of high school because freshman year, like, no, seriously, start with freshman year. Like, what, what happened from there? Like, what happened in high school? Yeah, so freshman year, you know, I was a new cat. Like, we're all new to the campus. You know, we're trying to figure ourselves out. We yeah. hear about varsity. But I played freshman football, and I yeah. did pretty good. I had a good season. And then, you know, didn't really hear a lot of buzz. Though. I didn't really hear a lot of buzz. You know, I was just one of those guys who was like, okay, he's a good football player, but we're not sure what he's going to do. And then sophomore year came where, I took some steps. I took some steps. I started to play more offense. But at the end of the year, man, there was just nothing. There's just no buzz about me at all. Nothing from college. I, I did. I double dressed, but I never started or did anything like that. Okay. It was just like I played at the end of blowouts. Like they put me in, but you know. Right. And then junior yeah. year came and then I started to play running back, but there there was still no interest, bro. Like I had a good year that year. I remember I was doing everything, kickoff returning playing running back, everything, defense, but still, it was nothing. And then senior year, going into the middle of my senior year, UC Davis came out of nowhere. 
And then they were just all like, yeah, man, we're going to fly you out here. We'll have you do a, an official visit, everything, da 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 And I was just like, oh, like, wow, like, this sounds cool to me. So by the end of my senior year, it was my only offer. And I was just like, dang, man, like, this is it. This is all I got. So I'm not going to turn down. Did you always thought with someone that was better than a Davis, though? Like, did you, like, how, was you looking at it like, this is a blessing? Or you like, this is a blessing, but despite that, I know I can play at the higher level of football. Like, how'd you yeah. Yeah, no, to be honest, it was, it was more so of that. I would say it was a huge blessing at the time because, man, this was this is a scholarship. You know, being at Eastside High School, we don't get a lot of athletes out. And I was one of the few who got a full rise to UC Davis. I was like, man, this is a blessing. But the, at the same time, man, I knew I knew my potential. And I just felt like, you know, I was under-recruited. I definitely did. I definitely felt like I deserved to be at a D1 school. But, you know, it's not about what we deserve. We have to show it. But. I went to UC Davis. I took that offer, and uh, yeah, man, it was a blessing for sure. No, that's that's a good point. Cause I remember out of high school, yeah. like I wasn't getting any big D one schools. I missed my junior year, which is the biggest year. Had a broken back. I wasn't getting any D one. I wasn't getting any like big offers. Like, yeah, so, like, I, like our, our stories were a little different. Like sophomore year, I was I was on varsity. I was getting down a little yeah. bit. Yeah, heard some buzz coming. I was getting letters from Cal, like all these like power five yeah. schools, and I'm like, all right, like I can do this, like I'm I'm like that. I thought it was hard, and I yeah. like, all those schools ghosted me. So like I'm going in my senior year with no real schools. I got a bunch of Ivies, but like no real like. I know Ivy's a great school. It's a great football uh, opportunity for academics. But, like football wise, like, I think I was thought I was better than. That. And I was like, dang. And so right. I, I was I could have went to Davis. I, I could have gotten an offer from Davis, like you see, you San Diego. But I was like, I gotta take the walk on at a, at a bigger school. And that was your mindset. But let's get into that. Yeah, now. exactly. Davis to, to UCLA. Yeah, man. That that was, to be honest, that was one of the more defining moments of my career so far. Was the end of my sophomore year at Davis. You know, I had two good years there. I didn't start though. I didn't start at all. So you know, I had two good solid years at Davis. And then I remember at the end of my sophomore year. My whole coaching staff there got fired. All of them got the boot. And I was just like, dang, man. Like, at the end of the day, I was sad. I was hurt by it. But it was actually pretty good timing because it was able for me to let the new coaching staff know that, hey, man, I want to go. I want to transfer. Pretty much, man, I wanted to really bet on myself. I wanted to really just see, like, I think I could do this. I know I can do it. I know I can play at a big-time, you know, Division One school. So, Make that choice, man. Make that decision to go out there, leap out on faith and trust in God. <laughs> man, Absolutely. for real. How did that? So you said you wasn't even. I didn't know that you didn't start at Davis. No, nah, man. My two years there, I didn't start. <laughs> well, Davis started yeah. at a BS school. So <laughs> tell them a little bit about your recruiting process and how. Did UCLA like watch you from the beginning? They always loved you, and then Coach Foster was hitting you every single day, or did not go oh, like that. Oh man, it, it was the exact opposite. Why you so, out? No boo. Man, so smooth, huh? The best, bro. I'm telling you, it was, it was, it was a, it was a really like wild moment because I was like, man, like I'm not sure where I'm gonna be playing. I was like, I'm not gonna ever play football again because there was no interest. As soon as I transferred. There wasn't no transfer portal at the time. It was just like, well, you're going to have to sit out a year. And, bro, to be honest, when I was transferring, you know, UC Davis at the time was telling me, like, well, we have Cal on our schedule. We have Stanford on our schedule. We have San Jose State, Fresno State on our schedule the next coming years. So you can't go there. So the 
only schools I had to go to in state was USC or UCLA. And I was just like, well, dang, those are two of the more hardest schools to get into, especially for like football. So I was just like, dang, that's all I had. So I was just shooting my shot with them, calling the office daily. USC was like, yeah, we're not interested. They, you know, they told me that straight yeah, up. Then, again, we'll get to the story later, but they ran from 289. <laughs> yeah, we didn't forget about that. Trust me. I didn't forget about that. But you didn't forget, huh? I didn't, man. And then UCLA, you know, I got in touch with Coach Foss and he was he was entertaining my calls a little bit. He was like, all right. He's like, you know, he went to find out more. And I just kept calling him. And then he's like, you know what? Let's see what you got. Show up to this camp. We got this camp in June. I just want to see what you can do. So I was like, all right, I'll be out there. So I flew out there during finals week. During finals week at Davis, I flew out there because I was like, this is I, this is it, bro. I got I to gotta make sure I do this. So I remember I, I did well at the camp. I got his number, and then uh, we exchanged contact info. Then I flew back to Davis, did my final, and then I got in. I got in around, like, late July. I got in UCLA as a walk-on. So that was crazy. Yeah, he came in. I was like – no one knew him, but he was just kept laughing and running running around people. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> it was this one camp. He was just kept laughing and then running running through our defense. We're like, all right, this kid's pretty hard. He's pretty hard. <laughs> and then so that was you registered. You didn't play your whole freshman year, right? Yeah. So you didn't play that year. And you come in, there's a lot of backs in the depth chart. Yeah, Soso, we had Bolu, we had a lot of we had a lot yeah. of great backs, all great yeah. people too. How did the year start off like? What what went on during training camp at that time? I kind of, kind of like you was. It was always buzzed that you could be the number one back, but like it never, ever, no one really. A lot, a lot of people didn't believe that because they're like, oh, we have all these five star running backs. Like it's a walk on from Davis. Like, yeah. so what was your mindset? And think about like talk about your league mindset too. Like, when did you realize like I'm good enough to play in the NFL? Like, did you know that? Yeah. Or like, did it take until that junior year for you really to be like, well, like I can do this? Yeah. No. To be honest, Shay, like. I knew, I, I knew, I knew before, man. I knew to keep it a stack with you, man. I knew while I was early on in high school, even like in youth, I knew I was like, man, I, I want to play in the NFL and I'm going to do it. You know, obviously you can't see it. You don't know how everything's going to go, but you just have that confidence and belief because you have to, because if you don't have that confidence and belief, man, it's, it's just very slim out there for you. So I just had that belief. I was like, I'm going to do this. I don't care how it's going to get done, but I know I'm going to make this happen. So, you know, while I was, at UCLA, it just, to me, man, just being out there, I was like, I belong out here with these guys. You know, I don't care if they're five stars, four stars. If you're uh, supposed to be in a draft, I belong. I knew I belonged. You know, I just need a chance to do it. So going into that year, like, like you said, our depth chart was stacked. We had backs. We had great backs. You know, we had great freshmen coming in and everything. So, but at the end of the day, man, I just, I remember getting that call from, you know, we was all there in the team meeting when Coach Kelly put me on scholarship. That was great. And, uh, man, That's I just knew. Going... <laughs> Did what change? <laughs> that was... Did your mindset change or what? It, it, to be honest, I think it was just like it's go time now. I think that's what I told myself the night before. I was like, man, this is a blessing. But I told myself, I was like, man, too bad I'm not going to be here long because I was just like, I'm just going to, you know, just go time. It's time to ball out and, you know, go on to the next level. <laughs> So I guess it did change. It was just like, here we are. We did it. Now it's time to go. Well, one thing that I wanted to know was, um, you know, you said you transferred and then you had to redshirt. And that's yeah. when Coach Morrow was there. And Coach yeah. Kelly comes in. And a lot of people talk about how when you're a transfer and then there's a coaching change, that messes up everything because you got a yeah. new coaching staff. So how did you kind of 
have to show to coach Kelly that you, you know, you're a, you know, you're someone that he can depend on. Yeah, no, that's a great question because when I was there with Mora, you know, his system is different. You know, we were doing Jeff Fish's offense. I learned that offense. I learned the whole system. I got a chance to know the coach as well. They knew me. They knew what I was capable of. And then it's going again. It's like, okay, there's another firing, another clean slate. And it's this time, you know, it's Coach Kelly. So I got to learn a whole new offense. It's more fast-paced. And none of the coaches know me. They're not familiar with me. So it's like starting over again. So then that was – it was also a little bit challenging, too, because I was like, man, I just made a name for myself with these coaches, and then now I got to do it again. He's going to bring in his own guys he likes. So I, it was just – it was more challenging, but at the same time, I was like, man, I did all this to get here. It, there, was a, there was a reason for it. I knew it, and I was just like, I got to continue to just keep going. And, um, yeah, man, going into the junior year, it was, it was exciting. Yeah. Um, no, nah, that was a good thing. I was going to mention, like, I think it was worked into your favor. Like, obviously, like, Coach Moore, everyone loved you, but with them, but I think it opened up a new slate and no yeah. one was obligated to anybody. So, like, it was all yeah. open game to see who could play. Right. But, yeah, going, so this is the this is the breakout year, but junior year, but that year didn't start as clean as you want to. So, talk to us about <laughs> kind of how that went. Yeah, man. Uh, junior year was, bro, I wouldn't be here right. Yeah, at this moment, if Junior did not have those first three weeks happen, I remember, bro, like, I started, I got the start, and it was just like, dang, man, like, to me, I remember I was just kind of, you know, riding off that emotional high, like, wow, like, I wasn't starting at Davis, I made the move to get here, I wasn't supposed to be here, and then I redshirted a whole year, then now I'm about to start, we're about to play Cincinnati in the Rose Bowl, I'm just like, dang, I was excited, but at the same time, I just like, dang, this is really about to happen. So then the first game happens, you know, obviously, you know, I got limited carries and everything. Didn't really get a chance to show much. And then the next week we play Oklahoma and then we just got destroyed. So we had to air it out and try to get back. So, you know, I couldn't really showcase myself. And then Fresno State, man, I just didn't even play. I didn't even play at all. And then I was just like, dang, like. I was See, that's what's crazy. Like, you didn't even play against Fresno State. You went a whole game after supposed yeah. to be the guy. And you're third guy. You didn't even play it down. I know, I know like, bro. You stay true. You stay true. Yeah, man. That, that, that was tough because I went back home. I was just like, I didn't I didn't get a single snap. And I was just like, dang, like, is this it? Is this the end? <laughs> I was just like, shucks. But then now to be up to be honest, bro, I was just like, I'm just come back and practice. I'm gonna just work hard. And then I was just like, you know, like we you know, I just trust in God. You know, that's always been my safe hope. That's my safe place. And um I just believed in the process. Like, I'm here for a reason. And I just kept going hard at practice. And then, yeah, man, got to, you know, got to Colorado. <laughs> yeah, and that's, hey, I was going to say, there's a lot of games that went into this year that there was, I think, seven straight 100-yard games, whatever. But the biggest one was Colorado because that's when J.K. became J.K. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> that's when he became J.K. This dude, yeah. I don't know, he gets one run, busts out of, like, a 40-yarder. He's like, ooh, that was his first big run. Gets another one. Gets another one. All of a sudden, he's at like 140. I'm like, oh, shoot. He had a couple. <laughs> did, you get, did you get the end zone that game? I did it. I was mad. Nah, he didn't get the end zone yet. And then after that, he wanted a killing spree. Like, who is this man? After that game, I think he went, yeah, seven. Was it seven straight 100? You don't know. Yeah, it was home. something like seven. that. It was like four. It was like four or five. One of the two. It was a lot. And then everything was going good. And then came the SC game. So talk oh, about your yeah. mindset going to that. What was your mindset going to the SC game? And what did Foster say? Because that. If you became J.K. after Colorado, that was one thing. But after this game, this is where you became 
Yeah. And you still ain't legend, they should say. So tell us about that. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Y'all, y'all, you guys are cool, man. I remember, I just remember, well, first off, bro, it was crazy because we played ASU the week before. And those dudes, bro, they, they beat us. But I remember I got hurt during pregame, so I was injured. And then I just didn't have the game I would like to have. You know, those dudes kind of stopped me. And I was just like, dang, man. I was just like, shucks. And then I remember USC came up, and I was just like, I don't care how I'm feeling, how broke my ribs are, how hurt I am. I was just like, I don't, I won't ever remember that phone call and how I felt that day when those dudes told me I'm not good enough to play there. That's so, what I'm that's motivation. Yeah. Think so about exactly. that. You feel me, Audie? That's what, that's what someone said. You ain't good enough to do this. So I'm going to show you why I'm good enough to do that. Exactly. They said man. you're not good enough. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take apart your defense. Every <laughs> single hit. And I know this boy was hurting during that game. Oh, yeah. 39 man. carries. The body is not designed to carry the ball 39 times. But he did it. <laughs> Whatever it takes. And I, the most legendary thing Coach Kelly said was, do you feel bad running Josh Kelly 39 times? You know what he said? I wish I could have ran him 100. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That fire was cool. That was, that was, it did, man. It fired me up because I remember the morning, that morning of the game, we was all, you know, we're doing our little cat cow. We're doing our stretches in the yeah. field. And then Coach Foster came up to me. He was just like, he's like, you know, you know, if you want to be on that wall we got in our room, he's like, you got to go out here and ball out today. And yeah. he's, like, if you were, he's like, if you want to be known for something here, He's like, your he's like, your hundred yard rushes are nice, but he's like, you want to be really like, no. He's like, ball out today. And then I told him, I was like, I'm gonna be on that wall, coach. You ain't gotta worry about that. So pre-game, I was just ready, bro. I was just locked and loaded. You know, those dudes were you can just tell by their body language, they were super cocky. And I was just like, they don't know what's coming. They didn't know, man. And uh, we came in there and and bro, offensive line, you know, they went off, man. Like all of them, Andre boss those dudes played a heck of a game and uh it was crazy man we really got a chance to get on those boys but defense man y'all really kept us in that game because we didn't our offense was good but you know it was tough i'm already knowing no that was that was a great game wilton took over you took over everyone that was that was one of my better days in my ucla football career (laughs) you know (laughs) a lot it was one of my better days as a student So after that year, you got, you got on the map. I remember you got on the map. Everyone thought you were going to actually leave after that year. Decided to stay, to stay. And, like, go into your senior year and, like, talk about, like, the draft a little bit. What, go back to your decision on, like, whether you should have left or not and talk about kind of how you staying, like, changed your life a little bit and talk about going to the draft. Make it all into one. Yeah, no, to be honest, it, it was a decision, man. Like, it was, it was not an easy move. Like, I just remember, I, I couldn't, I don't really get stressed out a lot, but that, that stressed me out because at the same time, it's like, imagine, you know, doing all this to get here to this point. And I'm just like, damn, the NFL is literally right there. And then it's like, well, I didn't graduate. And I only got one season of real actual tape. And so, but it was just the temptation that's like, man, like the dream that I always wanted to do, like I wanted to be in the NFL. It's literally right there. I can take it. I didn't want to risk getting hurt next year. So I was just like, it just sounded enticing, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I only got one year of tape. I haven't graduated yet. So the more long, the smarter long-term investment obviously to come back, but you know, it was a tough decision. And um, yeah, man, I prayed about it. I came, back, I came back for another year, man. It was tough. It was hard, but it was definitely the best decision. Definitely, man. I, I have no regrets about that. 
exactly. Yeah, then now like kind of wind it down. Like that's why I know I know a lot of it, but kind of talk about like how you went into the league in your first couple games and the difference between that and college and like what was that transition like? Yeah, man. It it's so interesting. Like it's it's a lot of fun up in the NFL, man. Like there's so much more just accountability and there's so much more professionalism. A lot of stuff you have to do is just on your own. Like you have to be accountable for watching film for knowing where you're going to line up. There's no school. There's nothing like that. So there's really no excuses. Our first couple of games, it was just fun, man. You get a chance to, like, you're really playing, like, professionals, people you're growing up watching, people, you know, you see on TV, all over social media. You, you're playing against these guys now. You're but there. at the you same time, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're My playing bad. against these dudes. No, you're good, bro. They're, they're great players. They're great players. But at the same time, it's like, I'm I'm good too. I'm here with them, you know. <laughs> I'm here too. It's like, like we, to be here. We yeah. get paid the same. We gonna be all getting paid. Like it's exactly. You might have a little couple hundred thousand more, but I'm still that little player too. <laughs> For real, some guys have some more millions, but <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. I remember you saying you was running against like you going against dudes you grew up watching. It's just crazy. Like yeah. you getting hit by the Dominican suit. Like what is the dude was you grew up watching this dude? You out yeah. here running through people. Scoring touchdowns over people that like you grew up watching, like that's crazy. Yeah. No, it is crazy because you're out here running against guys like Tyrant Matthew. I'm just like, dang, like dude, the honey yeah. But I'm like, this dude is one of the best players in, in our in our league. I grew up watching this dude play at LSU and everything. He's an all pro. I'm just like, this is really who I'm out here against. So it became yeah. surreal for me, man. But you know, it, it's fun though. But at the same time, it's football. You know, football is never going to change. So. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's just you know that's just how it is. One hundred percent. Yeah, and then now, kind of as it's widened down, like what going into the Austin, going your second year, like what are you trying to do differently, really, this year? And like, kind of your story gonna keep it continuing. That's the crazy thing about it. Like, you have Thank all this, you. but your story can be it's gonna be going 10, 15 years from now because like it's the start. So what are you gonna take, and what are you gonna try to apply going the next couple of years? And like, what are you what are you gonna try to change? If you're going to change anything, like, what do you want to do different yeah. this year, next year, after learning from your rookie year? Because I know a rookie year full of a lot of trials and tribulations. Right. Talk about right, that. Man. No, that's a great question. Because going into this year, man, like, getting a whole year under my belt, you know, you learn a lot of things. You learn how important and valuable special teams is. You learn a lot about, like, just how the game is played, but how mental the NFL is. So, for me, man, going into this year, I'm definitely going to change my mental process to the game because, you know, it's great. You can execute on the field, but it's really a mental battle for 16, 17 weeks for playoffs. It's really okay understanding how's this guy going to play this, you know, what's the blitz pattern here? What's the defensive structure? All those things can help you because everyone up here can do it physically, man. Everyone up here can just do the physical part, but it's that mental separation. So going into this year, man, I'm just working on being mental, mentally tough, mentally no understanding my assignment is better. And also just as a running back, bro, I'm just trying to work on just getting faster feet, bro. Like just be more quick. You know, for me, I know a lot of things I like to do well, but if I can really just get more elusive, man, like, you know, we can really do something here. Well, all right, it's soon to be all pro JK, man. The story is <laughs> keep, keep inspiring others, bro. Like, I'm sure some of them watch this could be an under – under-recruited dude feeling bad about himself, especially the high school season. Stuff's not really going the way no, a lot of people want. No, Six no, games. But just, bro, your story is inspiring. I think we have a lot of we have similar stories. I ain't ran for 300 yards against ST yet. I did in the league, but we're going to get it right. There's a lot of, a lot, a lot to inspire about, a lot to continue to do. But 
Josh, I mean, Ani, like that's that's pretty much the rundown. I learned a lot of new things from Josh I didn't even know about. I didn't know he didn't start at Davis. Yeah, I didn't know he man. didn't play running back since you high school, but. Yeah, was, no. I, yeah, I think I got the whole Josh Kelly rundown. I mean, Ani, if you got anything else to add, that's, that's a lot of good information. I appreciate your time, Josh. Of course, man, of course, absolutely, bro. Because to be honest, man, like a lot of these kids, bro, like, a lot of them are like us, you know, two-star recruits have no stars, you know, and you're seeing all these four or five stars get all this attention. But, man, talent, you know, as good as some people are, how much exposure they get, there's some ballers regardless of how many stars you got, man. So to everyone out there who's underlooked, you know, I would just tell them just, like, don't worry about everyone else's lane right now. Just worry about your own lane and trust in yourself because talent was not going to take you to the NFL or to college, man. It's about just love and passion for the game. That's going to take you far. Yeah. Love it, bro. I love yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Honor, you got anything to add, man? Yeah, I mean, I one thing that I wanted to know was you go, you you get drafted by the Chargers, and it's a, it's a different dynamic going from college where you're like a workhorse bell cow back to like yeah. being in a committee, especially when, you know, Eckler goes out and you have some new, even some new guys being brought in. What is that dynamic change? Like where you're like, you know, you probably rock with all the other running backs, but you're like, I need to get my yeah. carries too. Right. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great thing you just said, because in college, you know, you're the guy, like you're playing out there, you're getting the ball 25, 30 times a game, you know, you're getting all the totes. And then the fellow is different, you know, you come to so some places like for me being drafted in the fourth round, you know, there's obviously a guy there already, you know, for us, we got Austin Eckler, who's an amazing back and he's a great person. And, you know, him and Justin Jackson, they, you know, they're really good running backs. But one thing I really liked about, you know, the situation I'm in presently right now is those guys really want the best out of me. Those guys are really picking me up and they're really challenging me daily you know, to be the best I could be. So it's healthy competition. Definitely, man, because. I think that's what's needed, though, is healthy competition because once it starts getting unhealthy, then it's one thing. But, you know, those guys are really, you know, they're great guys, and um, I've learned so much from them. Yeah, man. And uh, I think you had also mentioned Coach Foster. He, for people who don't know, Deshaun Foster was a running back in the yeah. NFL. Um, you know, what was the process like of learning from him? And, you know, did you have other people – during your draft process, you know, it was also weird because it was during the pandemic, like the combine was all weird and stuff. Like, uh, yeah. did you have people in your ear kind of telling you how all that process worked? Yeah, I had, I had a bunch, to be honest. You know, obviously Coach Foster right there, you feel like he's an amazing resource. He played in NFL <laughs> for like a bunch of years. So I had a great resource right there. You know, I had Thad Lewis, who's now with Tampa Bay. So he's a great resource as well. You know, I had also Steven Jackson, who's a mentor to me right now. You know, he played running back for the Rams, Falcons, Patriots. So, you know, that dude's a baller. So he's a great resource to me, too, during that whole process. So I got a chance to know him. I was just leaning on him, just asking questions on and off the field. So, yeah, man, I have a lot of good mentors and people, you know, who've been in my same situation. So it's always great to have those people around. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't want to keep you too long, Josh, but I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, just, you know, if you want to reiterate any part of your story, again, it's just super inspirational. Um, and kind of like, what is the expectations for next year for you? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I just said the expectation for me is just to be better than I was the day before. You know, whether that's week one, two, 16, 17 playoffs, any of that, it has to be you know, my standards always to be better than what I was, you know, I'm 
it's just crazy because like I got a habit of comparing myself to a lot of other guys, but what I've been telling myself lately is just be the best version of myself and let's just see what happens. So, you know, that's just my expectation is just to be the best version of me. And uh, to be honest, if I can do that, I believe that's good enough. Yeah, that's, I mean, shoot, that's, that's all I got for you, Josh. Unless you got something else. I got inspiration, bro. You inspire me every day, really, though. We look at that. A lot of, a lot of young dudes on the team talk about Josh Kelly. I even met Josh Kelly. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Back, <Josh. laughs> yeah, everyone's saying Josh. Damn. You guys are the best, man. Let's go, bro. Miss you, brother. Of course, bro. Appreciate all you guys, man. You guys are awesome. You know, I couldn't be here without you guys, truly. You know, you can't be anywhere without teammates, coaches, mentors people in your life you can so you know you guys inspire me too man so just keep going just keep going strong and trust me just never give up it's gonna pay off yeah i really laugh about how good of a guy you are bro just keep inspiring <laughs> keep doing you don't change up i don't hey, want to pull up one yeah. day josh Kelly start acting different <laughs> <laughs> i'm like, it's like hey josh you try to hang out i was like nah like, i got i got be, appointments <laughs> it's gonna be crazy bro hopefully i not nah. Arnie, thanks for having us on, bro. I appreciate yeah. it. I mean, if you got anything else to say, fire it in. But, dude, I I feel like I, I, pre I appreciate you, dog. Of course, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having me, you know, to both of you guys. I really appreciate this, like, just taking some time. You know, this is cool. Thank you. Thank you.